speak friend and enter the Bag End Book Club. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Jackson. Yo, hello. Autumn. That's me. And then. That's me. I had a joke plan and I forgotten it. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Uh, hey, I heard the king is back. Who? The king? No. No. no, no, no. I, In I fact, heard he's very returned. explicitly not back. Not back yet. <laughs> A king is back, but not the king. Um, kind of. I, there's, a, there's a moment in these chapters where I was like, oh shit, the king is back. <laughs> we'll get there, though. Um... We read three chapters of Return of the King. The first three chapters. Yeah. Uh, this book fucking rules. Does anyone want to summarize these chapters? I'm. I feel more confident in my ability to do it than I usually am, but still not confident. Do it. I mean, I I could do a brief one if you'd rather. Yeah, please. Okay, so uh, we get a chat. It opens with Pippin going to Gondor with Gandalf. Um, he is let in and meets with Denethor, who's the steward of Gondor. Um, and he swears his sword, uh, to Denethor and becomes a, a knight of Gondor. Um, and, uh, Gandalf's pleased and Denethor's pleased and Pippin's like, what am I getting myself into? And he mostly hangs out and takes the lay of the land of Minas Tirith, which is under siege and ready for war, um, for the rest of the chapter, basically. Um, Gin, or Argorn, Gimli, Legolas, and, uh, Mary are riding with, uh, Theoden, um, after all the stuff at Isengard. Uh, immediately, Argorn, Gimli, and Legolas split off with some rangers who come out of the north with some stuff for Argorn that we don't, it's like a standard and like some words. And he's like, damn, real shit's on. So they run ahead. Mary's left. Uh, they go to where, uh, Rohan's marshaled, uh, which is, I do not remember the name of this place, uh, up in the mountains. Does anyone remember what this is? No idea. Okay, it's fine. It yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but there they meet with Eowyn, who's been minding the, like, people. Uh, they've gone here to, like, take shelter, you know, in case everyone gets invaded and everything's set on fire or whatever. And she's like, oh, I, I can come with you. And he's like, no, I'm going into, the, like, the roads of the dead, and it sucks there. Um and she's like, but please. He's like, no. Uh, and then she gives a big speech. This is not in order, but she gives a big speech about how being a woman sucks in fantasy stories, um, which is true. And he's like, yeah, I know, but someone's got to do it. And it's you. Sorry. Um, and walks away, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, this, he looks at the this whole back and forth rules. Yeah. Uh, he looks at the Palantir. There's a whole bit where he shows Sauron his sword. And that's sick. Uh, and he goes underground because uh, the thing is, Rohan's going to Gondor. They're, like Gondor called for aid. That happened the first chapter, um, and they're already ready. They were getting their men together, but it's going to take a while to move thousands of horsemen across the land. So Aragorn's going to cut underneath the mountains to the south. And there's a there's a myth of all of these people who once uh, lived in the like southern part of like the Kingdom of Men who swore fealty to Isildur, but then didn't show up when he fought Sauron, and so they were cursed forever to live as wraiths until he could like not ring. I shouldn't say wraiths. That means something in this as just like spirits that had not like moved on until they fulfill their oath and he's gonna come and show the standard of the king and march them all to his forces um and then hopefully take them all and come unawares from the south to like attack the forces that are already swarming at gondor's door um and that's what he does um basically meanwhile um theoden gets there to where 
you know, Argon left the other day uh, with all of his people. Uh, he tells Mary, okay, you're just like a little guy. You're not coming with me. Mary throws a fit. He's like, but I want to fight too. Um, and a mysterious soldier uh, who is not identified, but is clearly Eowyn, picks him up and is like, y'all, you can ride with me, little guy. And he's like, who are you, mysterious sir? And she's, <laughs> she makes up a name on the spot. Dernhelm. <laughs> Dernhelm. <laughs> I think it's, it's really fucking funny that, like, you were like, oh, we don't really know who Faramir is. And I was like, oh, he's probably Boromir's brother. This time I was like... I don't know who this, like, weird young soldier person is at all. And you're just like, oh, it's Eowyn. I was like, oh, you know what? That's Eowyn. Duh. Oh, sorry. No, it's My bad. fine. It was just funny. Um, throughout these chapters, we get more of the fractured timeline stuff. All of this happens on, like, the day before the sun never rises again, which we know is, like, when Frodo and Sam and uh, Gollum were about to get to Minas Morgul, like, right after they left Faramir. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we're at in terms of timeline stuff. I didn't realize that was a thing, that the sun didn't come up again until now. Yeah. That's yep, one up. day there's the, the, just a cloud that comes out of Mordor, and then there's no more sun anymore. It's fucked up. Then 12,000 years later, Vampire Hunter D happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, it's a joke for somebody. These, I thought it was funny. These might be the three best chapters we've read. I was I fucking <laughs> love this shit. They're pretty strong. I fucking love this I think the second one is the best of them. The um, second one has Aragorn's whole meeting the rangers, going underground to the, yeah. to the spooky ghost town. Uh, oh, that was all fucking sick. There's an orb. There's a big spherical rock from like Numenor or some shit that's like half embedded in yes. the ground. Yeah. I, su- I swear the second chapter is like the <laughs> longest shit in the entire world, but all of it's good. So it's, it wasn't not as long as the first one. That it first just, one, it no, just the first chapter long. was definitely longer. <laughs> first one was long and felt long because mm-hmm. it's all of what you said and also the other half of the chapter which is where Pippin hangs out with a child for like an afternoon. Yeah. Uh, I like this stuff because it's, oh, it's, it's so like cute. the side quest before everything goes really bad. Yeah, yeah, it's a little glimpse of what Gondor is because we don't have that much book left and we don't know anything about Gondor. And like this is yeah. going to be our main window into what Gondor is. Because yeah. everything else is going to happen a thousand feet under this on the plains uh, outside. Well, and I just... Um, <clears throat> like... Into Towers, we start to see, like, Merry and Pippin become characters, but, like, th- yes. splitting these two up and just, like, e- giving each of them a chapter, um, because, like, Tolkien just really commits to, like, you only get the perspectives of, like, the smallest people around. You only get, like, the perspectives of Merry, Pippin, Gimli, like... Yeah, the, the, it's, like, the part where when they go to the Paths of the Dead, it switches to Gimli as your perspective character is very fun and interesting to me. yeah. But, like, Gimli's had, like, perspective stuff before, but this is the first time that, like, yes. Mary and Pippin separately have really got it, and they're mm-hmm. so good. This is the first time I it's love these kids. dedicated to Gimli's perspective, though. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We definitely get, like, Gimli shares his perspective, but the, the, the Paths of the Dead feels like the first chapter that's, like, specifically, like, here's what Gimli was going through. They didn't include the part in the video game where after you get through, you have to run all the way back through the level as it's all collapsing. That's I stupid. wonder why they didn't put that in the book. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, which level? What What like level? The Pass of the Dead level. Oh, man. 
Uh, this is getting a little ahead of ourselves. Never has the book so clearly outstripped the movie than in these chapters, which just barely exists and are fucking miserable in the movie. I think it's sick as hell, but I understand why you don't like it. Oh, I hate the Path of the Dead stuff in the movie. I think it's like where the movie just falls. You, you made it so far, you made like a really good adaptation, and you just shat the bed entirely. But it leads up to the greatest moment, the greatest one-liner in those in that movie. No, it's so good. There is no such thing as a good one-liner in Lord of the Rings, yes, other than is. you bow to no one. <laughs> there is, and it's, for, and it's when Aragorn is on the boat. That's all. Oh, God, all that boat stuff is fucking miserable. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, I do like that Merry and Pippin gets both get split up and also both become knights to like in uh Denethor's not a king, but he is like he is the, the greatest living man other than Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, right? Like yes. he is the he is the leader of Gondor. Um and the way in which they're contrasted against each other as the way they treat their pages uh is good. We haven't quite gotten to a ton of Denethor yet, we'll get more, but um His the two in is contrast is Yes, hey. the two in contrast is very, very good. Where like, you know, Mary rides with Theoden and tells him stories on horseback as they like meander at the head of like the whole mass of people get going up the like alongside the mountains. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Denethor is like, Gandalf, get out of here and let me talk to this boy for an hour, <laughs> um, <laughs> and ask him about what he's done. Um, and then sends him off, and he just has to meet like a random foot soldier and that random foot soldier's son, um, to understand like the humanity of this place because it's like a empty waiting to be bombed out like city right like it's everything's on guard mm-hmm. a lot of the people are gone it, it's just quiet and like unsettled there denethor is psychic no he's not psychic uh, but but he's psychic <clears throat> the the way that i read it is that like <clears throat> denethor through like years of being the steward of gondor um has just and, and like being like the guy who has to like who lives next door to Sauron, you know, and, like, has to be vigilant against that all the fucking time, has just developed, like, a shrewdness that, like... I think is he's comp- psychic. I don't think he's psychic. I think he just Aragorn is able... Talks to animals. I think he's psychic. I don't think Denethor is psychic. I think he's able to read people it's similarly to how and Gandalf Sauron? can, like... How does he talk to Sauron? I'm not talking... He's not talking I to simply, Sauron. I simply have to ask you to put a pin in this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say he was talking to Sauron. Didn't the I book s- say he was talking to Sauron? I what? Aragorn talks to Sauron. No, but doesn't Denethor, doesn't it say that Denethor also is said to turn his gaze to the enemy? And- he is grappling with the enemy, yeah. but like that's like the thing about Denethor is Denethor is a character that exists as like he is the state, right? Like in like a way that we have like Theoden's like a guy. He's like a, a old her- hero from legend. But like Denethor is the is the leader of a people, and thus is like the to him to like the way he perceives it is like the embodiment of the will of the people, and so like yeah. you know when when Gondor opposes Sauron, he himself is opposing Sauron. Like the state and the people and the land and the man are all one thing to someone like Denethor. Yes, and I just like he seems like vigilant and like ready for anything in a way that I did not read his stuff as being psychic. I read his stuff as just like having a, no, he's just, he's just like wise and kind of the same way that like Gandalf and Saruman are. Yeah. I just thought this was another just weird thing that people do sometimes like talking to animals. I mean, maybe. Um, No, there's that whole bit where like, um, you get that paragraph where it's, um, 
Denethor was like older and wiser than Gandalf, but then he could sense that it, that was actually the opposite way around. But there was there still yeah. like this like air around Denethor, um, like, and then it, like pivots into a paragraph bound like we think Gandalf's a wizard. What does that mean? When did Gandalf? <laughs> when did when was Gandalf born? And when will he die? What like what being is Gandalf? Come back next time. <laughs> you know? uh, come back. Come back at the back of the book. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna read some sentences. Uh huh. But I do not know the, the counsel of the Lord and his captains. They have many ways of gathering news. And the Lord Denethor is unlike other men. He sees far. Some say that as he sits alone in his high chamber in the tower at night and bends his thought this way and that, he can read somewhat of the future, and he will at times search even the mind of the enemy wrestling with him. And so it, it, I can tell you the thing. I'm just asking you to put a pin in yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I just want to explain. What, I, I what see. I, I see why you're saying what you're saying. <clears throat> I read that a different way, but I see how you get to where you're at. So I I know the answer to your thing, but like it's I it's do for too, like but I'm, yeah yeah it's fine. I just did not want everyone to just think I was crazy for saying no. No, no, no. no. I don't think I don't. I don't think you're. I just can't take a side of this argument, knowing the answer, and we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Maybe not next time, but the time after that for sure. Um, but yeah, the 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 moment where where Pippin looks at Denethor and is like, "Oh, he projects like being old and wise," and then he looks back at Gandalf, and Gandalf, he's like, "Gandalf is old and wise. He does not project it, but well, he he's is suppressing it. Yeah, he's like hiding." The yeah. true extent of his power. Yeah. I mean, it's also like someone, someone like Gandalf is a character defined by not putting on airs, right? Mm. Like he, he wants to just hang out with the hobbits and have dinner and chill. He just can't do it. There's a bit where when he rides up to, yeah. is it Gondor? They're like, every time you come is ill tidings. He's like, I only come when I'm needed. So that's why it's not like <laughs> I bring ill tidings. I just show up when people need me. I'd much rather be kicking it in the Shire, please. <laughs> So on, on VoIP life, um, y'all were doing like your top five like Lord of the Rings guys, and I was like, and you you both had Gandalf on there. I was like, I don't know if Gandalf is like there for me. And then the moment in this chapter where Gandalf is like, and I am a steward for all the people of Middle Earth, I was like, you know what? Maybe Gandalf is top five Lord of the Rings guy. Gandalf is this... always there for you, hon. <laughs> Gandalf. When there was only the one set of footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the actual, the actual Gandalf scene I really like in this one is like Pippin gets like needled and interrogated for an entire hour and is exhausted and comes back and Gandalf quietly leads him out after telling him very carefully, don't say shit about Frodo, don't talk about the ring, don't talk about Aragorn, nothing. Don't tell him shit. Um, and then Pippin goes and swears fealty and all sorts of stuff he probably shouldn't have done. And Pippin's like expecting to be like chided and yelled at. And Gandalf just kind of laughs and is like, no, you did great. You, 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 you charmed the old man, which is the thing I definitely couldn't do. And that's why Gandalf is cool to me. Yeah. Um, he's not yeah, even. The bit like, where he's like, you go. Mm-hmm. The bit where he's like, um, you did this and it was cool. And like, more importantly, this isn't a thing that if I had told you to do, it would have worked. Or it would have been a good idea. But the fact that you did this and it was like you putting yourself into this like uh, natural um, back and forth with Denifor is like good. And you're using your own initiative and this is what it means to have a hobbit around. Yeah. They'll always surprise you. Yeah. This is- um, I, I, have the, um, I have the paragraph about Gandalf. Please. Um, Denethor indeed looked much more like a great wizard than Gandalf did. More kingly, beautiful and powerful. And older. Uh, yet by a sense other than sight, Pippin perceived that Gandalf had the greater power and the deeper wisdom, and a majesty that was veiled. And he was older, far older, 
How much older, he wondered, and then he thought how odd it was that he had never thought it before. Treebeard had said something about wizards, um, but even then he had not thought of Gandalf as one of them. What was Gandalf? In what far time and place did he come into the world, and when would he leave it? And then in his musings... Uh, and then, and then his musings broke off, and he saw that Denethor and Gandalf still looked at each other in the eye, as if reading the other's mind. But it was Denethor who first withdrew his gaze. Fucking sick as hell! It's oh. so good. <laughs> it does. You know what? From Nora's angle, this does seem like they're having a psychic battle. Yeah, <laughs> just like Sauron. I, they're, they're not. That's not how Lord of the Rings works. But uh, it does, what it I does. I mean, they they are having a battle of yes, wills, uh, but not. In, they're not beaming mind beams at each other. How this would be depicted in you know, Naruto or whatever. But, like, when you think about it, there's all sorts of psychic stuff. Like, the the Nazgul are scary, and they project this sort of, like, wave of, of like, fear. It's, like, it's basically psychic powers. I think, like, growing up with, like, Star Wars and, like, Harry Potter and shit just kind of primed me to think that Gandalf was gonna be the guy who's, like, I'm going to, like, shape Frodo into the psychic weapon that I'm going to fire at Sauron. And I love that he's not this guy. He's just not an Obi-Wan at all, and I love that about him. <clears throat> I mean, he... He, did, he, did he just nudge liked... everyone out. He oh, yeah. just gave him a little nudge out the door. Yeah, he's like, I just brought a hobbit because I thought hobbits would do like would be helpful. And look, he swore his fealty to Denethor and he buttered the guy up, and that's great. I love it. I didn't expect that. <clears throat> the the kid and the soldier are like fun and cool, and they're like a good part of the the story, but. I just didn't care at all. I was not. I um. I I really like the part where they're like, come and see all of the armies of men come in, and it's like mm. just like a fraction of what everyone expects, slowly trickling in over the course of an afternoon. Yeah, I think all that stuff is very good. Yeah. Uh, also, Minas Tirith's just sick. You got a yes. big fucking ringed city that escalates up alongside like a giant like spear like protrusion of rock. It's just cool. I just think it's very neat. <laughs> Also, everything about, like, you know, oh, there's Pippin, he's a prince of the hobbits, and he's going to bring, like, 500 soldiers with him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And then they're like... Yeah, one one behind every man of Rohan on his horse. <laughs> and then it turns out, no. They're like, oh, but the, the, the guy who lives in the mountains, he's gonna come help us with, like, 5,000 guys, and he shows up with, like, 500. No, 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 the next guy. That guy, he's gonna show up, and no, he... He also brought some guys. <laughs> you know. Um the thing the thing about it, like in the in the Aragorn Gimli Legolas chapter, they talk like Gimli's like, Oh, if only men like our like our people could be here too, and our and Legolas is like they're fighting a war in the mountains. They're fighting a war in the forests. Mm-hmm. Like the war is everywhere. Um while we've been busy doing this, like every border is being like confronted with Sauron, who is spreading out in all directions. Yeah. But not the Shire. I mean, that's not the, well, not I mean, the Shire is like everything else is like in between the Shire and Mordor, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> if Sauron gets there to is the a Shire, bit, he I wins do, the game. I do like the bit where uh, the other uh, Dunedain are sitting, like standing there with Aragorn, and they're like, ah, oh, those little guys will never know all the efforts we went through to make sure their place doesn't suck. <laughs> but we're happy we did it. The Rangers are so cool. I love them yeah. so much. Two of them are Elrond's kids, right? Elrond's um, they come with briefly, but then they don't. They don't follow into the um, past the dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're just here to drop off the standard and get the fuck out. <laughs> mm. 
hey, we brought you some guys and a standard later. Yeah. Yep. You, uh, Aaron was sitting at home for 10,000 years knitting this standard. Here you go. <laughs> um, I also, I was just convinced that, that like, because they're introduced as just like vague pursuers. I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. And then it's just like, oh, it's the Dunedite. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, they're sick. They're fucking <laughs> sick as hell. In Angband, you can play as a Dunedan. Hmm. It's basically like the high elf version of humans. Huh. They take way longer to level up because they're like a different. They're on a different time scale. Right. Yeah. Like Aragorn's like eight, Aragorn. <laughs> Aragorn's like eighty something. Yeah. I was yeah. Gonna say Aragorn is like eighty something, but I said Aragorn said. Yeah. Um. He did call his guy Aragon, which is like, come on. <laughs> but it was because it was dragon with the letter changed. <laughs> yes. Because... Well, it's stupid on many fronts, then. <laughs> One after dragon is Aragon, and af- uh, after that is Fragon. Fragon. <laughs> fragon. Hey, get, get your hey fragon. everyone, I'm Fragon. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Fragon. <laughs> that's, that's what you say whenever you give someone a game on Steam. Fragon. I do, I do say frag on, or I say like one of the other stupid things. But kablam, s- kablam, that's it. <laughs> I think one of them was like apologies, which is good for if you send someone like, I don't hey, know. Hey, s- sorry I ate all your pizza. Here's, um, no, like, here's Five Nights at Freddy's. Sorry. <laughs> or, or insert thing here. Joke. Make your own joke. There you go. <laughs> I was trying to. I've just provided a Mad Libs. Everyone can just fill it in with the funniest response. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, the 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 Dunedain showed up, and then like Aragorn goes into his his room and comes out older and wiser. And I was just like, oh shit, the king's back. Oh shit, the king, he's returning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> it's the sickest thing that's happened in these books so far. It's so fucking good. <laughs> that's not true. It's not the sickest thing. It's among them. Among us. What, what is what is cooler than Aragorn just emerging more kingly than he was before? Going into the fucking past of the dead. Okay, you know Talking what? Talking to ghosts. You know what? You got me there. Summoning them to do your will. <laughs> um, talking to a squirrel. Everything That's about everything about Isildur just like cursing these people to like actually help in the war against Sauron someday. <clears throat> Fucking good. Yeah. It's fucked up that he did that a little bit, but uh, I'm glad he did. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I mean, Isildur did a lot of shit. Some of it good, some of it so bad. Who can say? Sanctions on the mountain men. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, the other thing is Eowyn. We gotta talk about Eowyn being hard up for Argorn and for war, Down not getting focus. either. Down so bad! <laughs> <laughs> She's weeping! <laughs> Aragorn also weeping, despite having his elf wife in Rivendell. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to... Aragorn's uh, the kind of guy who genuinely feels bad for turning people down. Um, 
that's what a good king is. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not lost. I've been walking in this valley since before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, not going to work out. Yeah. Got to stay home. Mind, mind, mind the houses. And she's like, oh, the houses that'll burn if you fail. And he's like, well, yeah, someone's got to do it. Yeah. I uh, mean, that like- whole... The whole bit is sick. Like it's it's um in a modern version of the story, like or just like a lesser one, I guess. Uh, it's all about the like girl boss moment, uh, and that's like there, right? This is one one level about um the ways in which being a woman in a fancy story sucks, mm-hmm. uh, and you want to do things, you want to actually like fight and make things better, and not just like you know work at home. Uh, and then Aragon has this like uh excellent um response here which is i I think framed really well because it's not like he's ultimately framed as like wrong right in the eowyn's desires are like desire to write out is like what the plot of the book's about but the thing he says is really good which is um a time may come soon said he when none return uh there will be need of valor without renown for none shall remember the deeds that are done in the last defense of your homes yet the deeds will not be yeah yet the deeds will not be less valiant because they are unpraised uh yeah and then she's Unfortunately, like, she comes from like a bunch of rider warrior people who always praise the people who ride out on the horse and cut a guy. Yes. So it becomes a situation of like, you know, going out to die for your like country sucks and is also not like like inherently noble. Uh, all of this is just like the work of um, having to fight a war. Uh, and then she like tells him he's also full of shit on some level because he is because he's like the king and yeah. I she wants to do something. Um, yeah. And it's just a good, like, both characters are good. No one's, like, a straw man to get, like, owned as the, uh, like, woman rides out. Uh, and it feels yeah. more respectful to her actual character. Like, this book is about men. That is, like, almost, everyone's a man in this book almost always. Uh, and so I was surprised for this uh, chapter to be so, like, thoughtful and carefully done, uh, I guess. Uh, I think yeah. it's handled pretty well. I thought so, um, too. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll touch back on this next week. <laughs> oh, did the guy did it fall off? No, no, no. This is just the setup to one of my favorite dumb punchlines in literature. That's all. I mean, <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I assume I know about that. I, unless yeah. it's different yeah. in the movie. No, no, no. I don't think I. You're probably up right on the money. Um, I might know so, this moment from like memes or Tumblr posts about the movie, but I don't actually. I don't know. Yeah, um, we'll talk about it I'm next time. I'm looking at the chapters. So next week we're reading. The Siege of Gondor, The Ride of the Ruhirin, The Battle of Pelennor Fields, and The Pyre of Denethor. Yes. Um, that's so like, like two full hours of the fucking movie. Yeah, that's like <laughs> a big chunk of shit that's going to go down. Meanwhile, in that's... the book, it is um, 30 pages, 9 pages, 8 pages, 8 pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that there's a lot of battle raging about to happen, and Tolkien has no time for it. So I appreciate then, that about him. But he doesn't. And then Legolas fought the big elephants. <laughs> that does not happen. Legolas thank fired you. Um, twenty-one arrows, but it only counts as one. <laughs> there's um weirdly one of my favorite the lines that stuck with me the most in this in this book. I thought it was like in Fellowship, but it's here. There's a bit where. Uh, when Pippin first meets with the kid, the kid's like, oh, you're 29. I thought you'd be taller. And he's like, I'm about as tall as I'm going to, I'm about as big as I'm going to get, except for like width. And I yeah. always thought that was a cute description <laughs> That's of That's <Hobbits>. so cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There's so. I thought I thought that like, uh, Pippin goes to hang out with a child for for an hour. Um, was gonna be the most cringe part of Lord of the Rings, and I actually I thought it was really fun. I don't have much to say about it, but I did really enjoy it. Um. Yeah. I I wish I, I I wish I had like I think it's really fun and interesting that like Mary and Pippin both swore fealty to these different guys and you get to see like the the ways they contrast each other but I just don't have as many thoughts about like what Mary's going through. I think like it's like good and interesting like character stuff, but I didn't I didn't have any like thoughts about it in the way that I like, you know, was was moved by what Pippin did. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was ever going to get to a point where I could remember which one was which in these books. See, yeah, this is the thing, is once you're on the other side, it's very clear which one's which. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, no, they're, uh, they're good. I, uh, I have a soft spot for Mary just because of the movie version. Um, but, uh, Pippin's great. There's nothing wrong with Pippin. Love Pippin. Yeah. The thing about Mary's situation is that um, he is hanging with, like, all of the coolest guys on the planet. <laughs> yes. So there's less, co- like, Theoden's just <laughs> one of the coolest men who's ever existed. Um, yes. And every one of his speeches is awesome, and he's like, we will ride, and, you know, he just fucking sings a song about how they'll ride, and his power doesn't come from, you know, a state. He is a man of a, who will make this journey, and this is the last of his strength, because he's, like, framed as this very, like... Denethor is um, the steward of Gondor's power, and is, like, imbued with all the strength of... Uh, uh, the way that the language talks about him is, like, the uh, mm. you know, he is Gondor, Gondor is him, uh, until... Aragorn comes back, I guess, and that's just how it's framed. And Theoden is always talking about, like, he is a guy, and he is a guy who is old, and there, like, he deliberately kind of eschews the, like, kingly, stately heirs, right? Because he yes. wants to, uh, like, he sees that as the thing that, like, Wormtongue was putting in him. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it's interesting because, like, that's true, and there's a bit where Amr is like, shouldn't you not ride to the front, sir? And he's like, don't talk to me like Wormtongue did. But when the Gondorian messenger comes with the red arrow, he spends like a great time talking to this guy like, oh, you, you ask for, you ask for aid. He's like, you demand my aid. He's like, no, no, no. Denethor asks you to come as you've always come when needed. We're not telling you to do anything. That would be ridiculous. He's like, well, we just got here. We fought our own battle. It's going to take us a week. And the guy's like, a week. Can you go any faster? He's like, no, we're moving thousands of men. We can absolutely not go faster. Also, um, we just took way- care of Isengard for you. Yes. <laughs> the, the way in which like when presented with like, the parts of statecraft he does res- like fall back on kingliness but with his own people he's one man right like yes. among his 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 own people in a way that denethor is just denethor lives at the very tippy top of a very tall city and uh, yes. theoden does not theoden has an open hall where people come and feast uh, it's it's very good Every time in these chapters that Aemir got a line, I was like, oh, that's the guy I really like from the last book. But, like, Theoden just being here sort of, like, has a gravity about him that just, like, sucks up, like, everything that I liked that, like, Aemir was doing in Two Towers. Now all that stuff just goes to Theoden. But I love it. I- I'm eating this shit up. Uh, fair enough. Aemir's uh, great. <laughs> <clears throat> also, um, so much of the... These... Aemir and Far Aemir and Faramir are like linked in my head as like kind of similar guys. 
Um, hmm. And which just reminded me of um, just how much of this these three chapters is concerned with where the fuck's Faramir at? Where the fuck is that yeah. guy? <laughs> I need him back here. Why? He's important. Get off much him. desire to speak with him. I much desire to speak with him. <laughs> There's even a bit where like a guy comes in and he's like, "This guy looked like Barman." I'm like, "Is it Barman?" And no, it's not. It's another guy. Barman, Barman is hanging out with Frodo for the part. Basically, most of this stuff. Yeah. Um, I I a, a thing I don't usually care for in fantasy novels is when they take like great lengths to like explain to you like. You know, at at, at 2.04 p.m. on March 9th, like, Aragorn was doing blah, blah, blah. But, like, I I like how Tolkien, like, just subtly, like, grounds you in, like, the entirety of Two Towers took place over 13 days. You know, like, um, and just, like, plants, like, little, like, little things to, like, ground you in, like, where we are in relation to, like, what's happening to Frodo right now. You know, because if you remember the huge black cloud coming out of Mordor, you're like, oh, so right about now is when Frodo would have been leaving Faramir or something. You know, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Also, everyone stands <laughs> around going, what's Frodo up to in this? Sorry. Uh... Nora Googled, when did two towers happen? <laughs> God damn it! It said September eleventh, two thousand one. Do you think you did not? You did not need to. I can make. I can make that leap. I was just trying to find the dates because I know that there are dates for everything. Yeah, that they set out to Rivendell, set out from Rivendell on Christmas. You know. <clears throat> Right. It's so, just good. January 1st, Pippin and Mary kidnap, Boromir dies. January yeah. 7th, Aragorn meets the White Rider. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, January 18th, Saruman's staff broken. So Gandalf's been back for like a week and change. <laughs> yeah, lots happened. Yeah. It's, it's a, there's a lot going on. There's a war happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, this these whole three chapters are just like everything's popping off. <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff. Um, it's uh, it's wild how much Lord of the Rings is just the things happening. Like, there's none yes. of the bits that I associate with fantasy where like the idea that you just have one chapter and Aragorn would go and deal with the dead. Is ludic- you know, you'd have a whole fucking journey. He'd like talk to the guys and they'd they'd do this and it'd be like a whole arc. Uh there was subplots and half the fucking book. Um it's just one chapter. <laughs> like, yeah. We have to go like, back. <laughs> we have to go back. Aragorn like Aragorn like going to his chambers to like think and look into the Palantir would have been a POV chapter that was like twenty, thirty pages now. You Not know, twenty pages, but like it would be a chapter instead of being mentioned offhand instead of uh, yeah. and not appearing on screen. It's better when it happens off screen. Yeah, it's better when you're like, "Whoa, something's happened to Aragorn," and then like a little while later, he's like, "Yeah, I looked at the fucking orb, my guy. <laughs> that shit's bananas." It, 
Well, the thing, the part where he's like, uh, I judge myself like strong enough and I have the right to. And then he's like, you know, I maybe, maybe barely was had the strength to do it, but I definitely had the right. Mm-hmm. I'm the king. Yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> Love it. King right here. <laughs> yeah. That him, like him saying to the, uh, I think it was Gimli. It might've been Legolas. Like I'm fucking Aragorn. Okay. I'm the king of Gondor. <laughs> Get off my ass. And Eowyn's like, I wish I was. <laughs> but yeah i don't know if i have a ton else for these chapters no i mean no I'm, I'm pretty good too yeah all right i know we're all hungry yeah hungry yeah. <laughs> we were all talking before we started recording about how we're all hungry we all have to go eat dinner after this so yes um i've prepared another segment it will take approximately uh 20 30 minutes and uh... <laughs> i'm li- i will literally leave the call i will <laughs> jackson where can people find you find me where can you find you online? Online? <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that <laughs> Uh, you can feed me and Jackson at patreon.com slash normal mapping. <laughs> if you pay $10 me. a month, you get VoIP Life, which is our scooping off every two weeks. We recently just put out our 100th episode of that, which is seven and a half hours long. People seem to like it. It's really uh, good. God. You can find me on Twitter at uh, EM underscore being. I think that that episode is definitely one of the five best episodes of VoIP Life. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know if I go that far. I don't think it is. I don't. I think it's kind of unlistenable, but you know. Um, I wouldn't know. You haven't listened to it. It's fine. It's not unlistenable, but five best? No, not it. It's mid. Firmly mid. But it, there is I'm, seven and a half hours of it. The only objectionable part is where I can't argue with you in real time. Oh, I'm doing that in the group chat. Oh, yeah, you, 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 totally you literally can. You are one of the few people who have this power. <laughs> no, no, no. You can go in. You can go into the abnormal mapping Discord and go into network chat and argue with me in real time about any of That's these. True. If you want. That's true. That's true. It's actually very easy. Is it possible to learn this power? <laughs> <laughs> Not from a hobbit. I, I, hobbit. I had like six lists that I compiled in my head while I was listening, but I just never sent them because I was playing Elden Ring, but I was, like, ready to, like, spend the whole day arguing. My thing is, like, I I only care about what's number one. The rest can be in any order. I just care about what the favorite is. Yeah. Most of ours were not ordered, so... Yeah, that's also good. Yeah, I generally, if I'm making a top five, do that, of, like, oh, here's my number one. Autumn, where can people find you? (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at Atumble underscore coffee. You can find all my podcasts at exportodd.io. That takes you to the Patreon, and there we have links to all the free feeds, or you can give us a dollar a month, get early access to all the episodes of Ornate Stairwells, Bag End Book Club, Gotham City Limits, Ars Arcanum, Hot Singles, uh, probably others. Um, Five dollars gets you Pop Town Funk, uh, where we watch the thing related to a Funko Pop. Like pixels, like pixels, or ooh, that was a bad, that was a bad time. Just listening to it was a bad time. Or a documentary <laughs> about good, Conan but... O'Brien and one episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, Jackson, finish your plugs for real now. What? Where did I leave? I need to eat. You did. Oh. You weren't saying anything. Just say well, where you're at and where I'm the podcast is. off. Uh, you can also be there. The podcasts are good. Did we do the prep? Yeah, we did do the Patreon. Abnormalmapping.com. Yeah. Abnormalmapping.com. That's where the podcasts are. We never do it this way, so I'm all kind of thrown off. Yeah. Uh, Nora, you can finish us off. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. And find stuff I've done at norablake.online. Read for Ruin and the Red Dawn. Thank Christ. <laughs> Death. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>